everyone, Siobhan Chapman here and welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. It's Friday morning, which means it's time for the weekend review and preview conversation. My guests will recap how markets have performed over the past few sessions and preview what you can expect in the week ahead. Joining us for the conversation, I'm glad to welcome Senior Economist America's Brian Rose. Welcome, Brian. We're happy to have you. Thanks, Siobhan. Good morning, everyone. All right, perfect. So let's get started. So the recent October inflation prints boosted investor sentiment and prompted the questions as to whether we have turned the corner. What's your interpretation of the data and inflation outlook as we head into 2023? Well, I think we have turned the corner in in some sense. Some of the factors that gave us the lower inflation print in October should persist in the months ahead. And one good example of this is used car prices. So these are now down four months in a row, and they're still extremely high. So you know something like 40% higher than pre-pandemic prices. And if you look at the wholesale price of used cars, those have fallen a lot further than the retail price. But every month, every single month, you see those wholesale prices falling, and the retail prices should also continue falling. And just uh, overall, core goods prices turned negative month on month in October, and we think that this is likely to continue. So consumer spending is continuing to shift away from goods. Just globally, uh, you know, the, the supply side has caught up to demand, and this is putting downward pressure on some of these overheated uh, prices. And uh, even on the services side, one of the big inflation drivers has been the rents. Uh, but if you look at the real-time data on rent in new leases, so the new leases that are being signed today, uh, that shows much slower growth. And in fact, the uh, increases in rent peaked out a year ago. Uh, but the CPI data for rent is a lagging indicator. It uh, you know, lags behind reality by a 12 by 12 months or so. So we're likely to have a few more months of high ranked inflation in the official data. But after that, the lower inflation we're seeing in the new lease data will take over, and this will help to lower the the overall inflation rate. So I think uh, you know it's becoming clearer that inflation has peaked out, and we are heading for you know, lower inflation prints in the months ahead. How do you believe the Fed is interpreting the data? Might we see a pivot in policy, or do you feel the Fed will stay on course with rate hikes near term? Well, I think especially if you look at the PCE, which is the Fed's preferred inflation measure, that has less weight on uh, on shelter and uh, has been running considerably lower than CPI inflation. And I think what we'll see in the months ahead is the, the month-on-month inflation rate in PCE will be in the right range for the Fed to consider pausing. So maybe not the, you know all the way down to a two percent rate, which is the, the Fed's target, but getting getting close enough for the Fed to consider uh, pausing. But the the problem is that well, first of all, you have to wait for the data to actually come out. We haven't even had one month of a low. Uh, print. I think we will get it uh, when we get the October data, but you, you know the Fed needs at least three months of uh, lower inflation to feel comfortable. 
And also, we can't forget about the labor market, which is still overheated. So even if inflation slows, it's going to be hard for the Fed to stop raising rates as long as the labor market is this tight and wages are rising this quickly. So even if inflation is slowing, the pace of wage growth right now isn't compatible with a 2% inflation rate. So wage growth really needs to slow for the Fed to think that they're they're on track. And increasingly, I think we're waiting for the labor data to soften more than uh, more than uh, inflation. And uh, you know, despite all the headline news about the layoffs at, at some of the, the big tech companies, the jobless claims are still extremely low. You still have a huge gap between job openings and, and the, the number of unemployed to fill them. So, you know. From the Fed's point of view, we need more progress on the labor market for them to, you know, to decide, okay, this, we, we've raised rates enough and uh, we can, we can stop. It still looks like the Fed will raise rates by 50 basis points in December and probably another 50 basis points after that before they're finally done. Outside of inflation data, what are some other recent data points of interest that you can share with us? Well, uh, this week we had a couple of important releases. One was retail sales for October. So this is the first indication of consumer spending in the fourth quarter. And we had a good number, uh, 1.3% month-on-month, more than expected. And what's called the retail sales control group, which is the portion of this data which flows directly into the GDP estimates for consumption, Uh, that was up 7 tenths month-on-month. Uh, on top of an upward revision to September. So even if after you adjust for inflation, you know, this is a strong number. You look at the Atlanta Fed's GDP now tracking estimate, it's at 4.2% growth rate for the fourth quarter. Now, I don't think the GDP will actually grow that fast, but, uh, you know, this is a this is a big number. So, again, we're off to a very good start in terms of consumer spending uh, in the fourth quarter. And also... Uh, this week we got the industrial reduction for October. It was a down a tenth month on month, but the manufacturing output was up a tenth, based mainly on on higher oil production. That the manufacturing output has been doing better than expected. It's it's up at a very you know like point one isn't a big increase, but it is up four months in a row, and I think we're seeing still some benefit to manufacturers from improving supply chains. So. You know, some of the problems that have been restricting output up until now have been solved. And this is, uh, again, even though consumer spending is shifting away from goods, it's still good enough to see manufacturing output on a, a very slight uh, upward uh, trend. And, uh, you know, other data we got this week, uh, housing, just further weakness, uh, you know, NEHB survey of home builders falling further, uh, Housing starts fall, falling further, so no good news uh, from that front. What is taking place next week that investors should keep an eye on? So next week is relatively quiet from uh, the economic data. We will get durable goods orders, and within that, I focus on core capital goods orders, which are a leading indicator of business investment. So in terms of thinking about the business cycle, really important that businesses continue to uh, invest uh, we'll also get the latest reading on sentiment, the University of Michigan uh, survey, and uh, sentiment has been uh, pretty weak. Obviously, critical 
going into the Christmas shopping season that you know, consumers continue uh, to spend. And we'll also get more housing data, including in new home sales. Uh, but the one thing to keep an eye on is what's going on in Congress. So in the, the lame duck session, you know, the various proposals to try to do things, but if, you know, while this Congress is, is still, uh, in place. And one really important one for the market is dealing with the debt ceiling. So there's some push, uh, to, uh, to raise the debt ceiling in this lame duck session so that we don't have to deal with it. But down the road, of course, Republicans are threatening to, uh, you know, not pass a debt ceiling hike or trying to use that as leverage, which in the past has been very dangerous and markets, you know, obviously don't like this kind of brinkmanship. So, uh, so, you know, important to keep uh, an eye on this debate. All right. Thank you so much, Brian. Again, today we have been joined by Senior Economist America's Brian Rose for the Top of the Morning Conversation. And as a reminder to our listeners, Top of the Morning is a part of the UBS Market Moves podcast channel, which is available where podcasts are found, including on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Visit UBS.com forward slash studios to view the entire podcast offering, as well as the UBS trending video series. From UBS Studios, I'm Siobhan Chapman, and thank you for joining us. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.